Hello and welcome to Eaton House Conversations. This is your host, Bipasha, and today we'll be talking about crisis management and keeping our community safe during this pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic has been an unprecedented event in our lives. In fact, unprecedented is one of the most popular words used since the outbreak. So how have organizations adapted to implications that have no precedence? especially schools that are the epicenter of communities and an intrinsic part of the lives of parents, teachers and students. Teachers had to overnight develop skills in creating online content and use virtual communications as the de facto mode of interactions. Decisions were made at a lightning speed as we experienced unprecedented levels of uncertainty. It was a dynamic shift for everyone. And even now, as we have entered the second phase of Circuit Breaker and have reopened school, the safety of our community is of critical importance in the new normal. How do we ensure that learning is effective while we maintain safe distancing practice? During this crisis, our human resource and operations team have been managing the situation and have had to find many innovative solutions to ease the company into this new normal. In this podcast, we speak to Evelyn Tay, Group Director, Human Resources and Operations at the Eden House International Education Group. Evelyn has been leading the organization in navigating through the COVID-19 crisis in building a unified learning and working safe environment. Thank you ever so much for joining Hi, us. Hi, Right, so we're going to dive straight into the first question. And although we are still not out of the woods for COVID, um, there are, I think, some of the last couple of months have been extremely challenging for the Eaton House group. So what, according to you, would be the biggest challenge that the group face? I think in general, many will agree with me that this is, COVID is really an ever-evolving situation. We have to have the ability to preempt the next stage, be very updated on the latest advisory. So that is one of the biggest challenges we face. And in the context of Eaton House, because we are an international group and we have uh, schools in China, in Singapore and many other countries. In Singapore alone, we have 16 schools. Uh, we have the local ECDA schools as well as the international school. So because of this diverse group of schools that we have in different locations, that created a different dimension to the challenge that we face during this crisis. Yeah. How was Eden House prepared for this and how do you think that the situation was handled? Mm-hmm. I think I'm very thankful that one of our corporate values is collaboration and being in our DNA. When this COVID started during Chinese New Year period, actually, we all of us just came together. You know, the COVID task force was formed by the people from HQ as well as the schools. We came together and we decided what we need to do. And we adopted a proactive rather than a, a reactive approach to the situation. So we actually started travel declaration before many companies did because it was very important at that point in time really to know where did our staff travel especially it was a holiday period many teachers were traveling many families were traveling and uh, we also prepared ourselves for home-based learning before it actually started before the circuit breaker started and uh, we also expected that if the children were at home they need something to occupy them so our schools uh, started to prepare learning kits and uh, actually all the schools uh, did that and we when we gave to our children i think some of us gave some of the schools gave to our children just way before the circuit breaker started and told them that they can only open when the circuit breaker starts and <laughs> to them it's like a christmas present right. and they were looking forward to circuit breaker actually that was <laughs> very cute yeah 
So I remember the flurry of emails and uh, WhatsApp messages and messages on Teams, etc. I remember also the fact that the working hours and non-working hours had blurred as we yeah, kind correct. of worked through the weekends. So what do you think kept all of us going? How do you think that everybody kind of completely stepped in um, and took on this responsibility to keep our communities safe? And by our communities, I mean all different stakeholders, internal as well as external. Yeah, you're right. For, for many, many weeks, we had no weekends. I think all of us, the importance of keeping our employees and children safe drives us. And during this period, we were very mindful that we need to be respectful and having empathy for our employees, our families, you know, to listen and understand every situation and really our decisions to be guided by heart, not just logical decisions. I think that was what drives us during this period and what keeps us going. Yeah, and I must appreciate all that information that was uh, shared because yes, it was a lot to take in, but it also meant that it was going out there to everyone Mm -hmm. and at the right time. There was also your portal, I remember, which kind of put together all of the processes, the SOPs that helped us and other department heads as well to understand what the protocols were. The website that we created in order for our parents to understand what steps that we were taking. So well done. I know your team went through some really difficult and challenging moments. And like I said, the crisis is not over, but I think we've come a long way as a team. Uh, working together so well done you again yeah like you said collaboration is in our dna so what guided your decisions in the face of uncertainty you talked about empathy you talked about respect and what else do you felt helped you at a time where you really did not have a lot of data you did not know what those decisions would be from the government or what those implications would be what guided you as well as the top management to make those decisions? I, I think we, I, I was very mindful that I really need to listen and I need to make decisions that are fair across the, everyone, you know, because we have 16 schools who have different situations. So we need to be fair, but at the same time, we need to empathize with different situations that might be just slightly different. So, and also speaking to different stakeholders, uh, having a team that we can bounce off decisions really help so that we are sure that we are actually making the decisions that are right by the person involved. Yeah. Just to wrap it up, what advice would you give to other HR and operations professionals? What are some of the um, experiences that you'd like to share? Some key sort of takeaways, reflections perhaps that you'd like to share? I think this whole pandemic taught me a lot that my textbooks never taught me. And I think that I often question myself when I make decisions, is that the right or wrong decision? So that's why when I make those decisions, I make sure I actually spend enough time to think through it, consult people to make sure that I'm not rash in making my decisions. And for me, it's the advice I would give is really when you make the decisions, you need to check in with your brain and your heart. At the same time, it must be aligned. And if you make the best decision in that situation with the information given, so I would say there's no right or wrong. So don't beat yourself up or be hard on yourself. If some decisions turn out not to be the right all the best decisions so but in that situation you have done your best so that would be the advice i would give thank you so much sage words of advice and uh, thank you for looking after us i think our community is safe in your hands evelyn so thank you have a yeah a lovely weekend ahead thank you very much you too thank you